Welcome to the podcast today. We are going to talk about bridges. Bridges are one of the most common um, exercises that are prescribed to a postpartum routine. And they are the most commonly done wrong exercises. So in this podcast, basically, I'm going to show you how to stop wasting your time by just moving and actually working the muscles that you're intended to work during this bridging exercise. Hey mama, were you recently diagnosed with pelvic organ prolapses or do you have a weak pelvic floor muscles? Are you constantly dreading that accidental leak or that dribble? Do you experience sneeze pee or jump piddle? Does exercise cause you to pee your pants? Well, let me tell you something. Incontinence in women is extremely common, as in one in three women will experience this, but I'm here to tell you it is not normal. Having incontinence means you have a disconnect in your system and your body is trying to tell you something. This podcast and my services will help you start to really listen, manage your symptoms, and do fitness that you love, safer, and with more pelvic floor awareness. I am your pelvic floor fitness coach, Christina Supernaut. I'm working hard to bridge the gap between pelvic floor dysfunction and traditional fitness. I'm helping you, or I will help you, relearn fitness that supports, not strains, your body and your pelvic floor. Welcome to my podcast, Power Over Pop. All right, folks, I just want to let you know that this podcast and my services are not a substitute for medical attention. There is amazing pelvic floor PTs out there, so physical therapists and chiropractors and many other amazing physicians, including your urologist and your OBGYN, that can help with your pelvic floor dysfunction. Need that be prolapse or pain or just incontinence in general. So please, please consult them because it takes a village and we're all here to help. Bridges. All right, let me just start out by saying that this exercise should not be an easy exercise. And actually, if you are doing it with more intention, then it's it's pretty hard, um, especially if you're really thinking about the muscles that you would like to work and improve. I personally usually put this further down in my programs uh, for my members and for my postnatal ladies because there is so much investigating that you have to do and so much learning you have to know about your body before you can actually execute this exercise correctly. And it really all comes down to the why. So why are you doing bridges? Why are you doing this exercise? And most of the time they are prescribed to improve our postural strength, but we need to understand where our posture is at this very time in order for us to try to improve it. So specifically, we need to understand about pelvic tilts and where your body naturally falls 
because these pelvic tilts are going to tell us what muscles are firing, what muscles are working, what muscles are weak, what muscles need more connection. This is all learned in A of my A, B, and C method before fitness. So you learn about A alignment and your pelvic tilt or where your pelvic tilt specifically is and why it is there. The three tilts that you have to understand for this exercise are going to be an anterior tilt. So that is a tilted forward position. Then there's neutral, which is your middle. And then there's postural tilt, which is actually tucking under and your pelvis is back. So right now, kind of just play around with letting your pelvis fall forward. You might feel a little tension or strain in your back and then bring it all the way back. So kind of crank it all the way back by tucking those glutes under. That's your postural tilt. Your neutral pelvis is in between those two areas. So when I see a bridge, Usually what we see in the typical um, execution of this exercise is you are laying on your back, feet are up, or knees are up, feet are on the ground. You crank yourself into a postural or tucking tilt, okay? So you kind of start yourself out there. As you press your hips up to the ceiling, you actually start to hyperextend and you, um, you flare those ribs out, you press the hips to the ceiling, really crunching through those glutes. So basically you start in that posterior tilt and then you end up in that anterior tilt. So you shift from one extreme to the next. And what this does is it, is it actually crowds your pelvic floor at the bottom if your goal is not the hamstrings, if you're actually trying to get your glutes. So crowding at the bottom, disconnecting your core at the top. So you are basically just shifting and moving through these two pelvic tilt extremes and not actually working muscles that you think you need to be working. When we push ourselves into this anterior tilt at the top, we become a lot more quad dominant. So then your, your thighs are kind of working. And in general, us women are very strong in our quads and have a hard time actually turning off our quads. So we don't necessarily, necessarily need to work these quads in this bridge position. We are more focused on either the hamstrings or the glutes, which I will explain in just a moment. So when you come up into this anterior tilt or this disconnect at the top, you are actually putting a lot of strain in your lower back as well. So if you are doing bridge work and you have a lot of strain in your back or you feel that your back has been, been working a lot during these exercises, it means that you are throwing yourself into this anterior tilt at the top and you're working your back muscles and not working again those hamstrings and glutes like your goal is. Okay, so we want, we don't necessarily want the quads or the lower lumbar um, or what's called the paraspinals to turn on or work, overwork during these bridges. And I'm going to show you the two different techniques that you want to maybe focus on depending on where your natural pelvic tilt is and what muscles you need to be working in order to improve your postural strength. So in my group, uh, Pelvic Floor Strength and Mom Fitness, which is on Facebook, so our private Facebook 
community there. I will be demoing these bridges on my live video today. So feel free to uh, jump in there if you want a more of a visual uh, demonstration. I will have the link for my uh, Facebook group within the uh, show notes here. So definitely check that out. If you want to just do a search on Facebook, it is Pelvic Floor Strength and Mom Fitness. Okay. All right. So first off, you have done the work. You have mastered your correct alignment or your optimal alignment as part of the ABC method, either with me or with your pelvic floor uh, physical therapist. Okay, so you have mastered where your body natural fall naturally falls and what muscles you need to um, target in order to improve that postural strength. Okay, so first off, if number one, number one bridge. Um, is more of a hamstring focus. And the reason being is because if you naturally um, let that pelvis kind of fall forward, so you're naturally stuck in that anterior tilt. So basically your, your glutes are kind of, or your butt's kind of sticking out. You let it all kind of hang in the front. There's not a lot of lower core engagement or lower core strength um, in order to control or stabilize the pelvis from the front. And you're probably getting a lot of like back pain, so lower back pain, because you're kind of just letting things fall forward and you're maybe getting a little bit of impingement back there. So this is where taking a bridge and focusing more on kind of a hamstring pull and then counteracting that anterior tilt at the top, okay? So basically what that means is, is when you set up in your bridge, you set up, you're laying down, and instead of... Um, finding a neutral pelvis when you're laying down, you're actually going to go into a little bit of a tucking. So you're going to kind of tuck under into a, a posterior tilt, so kind of the opposite of the anterior tilt, and you're going to start in that position. As you press yourself up to the ceiling, and we are going to do this very slow because bridges should not be fast. I don't know why so many people decide they need to just go up and down, up and down, and they think that actually does something. It doesn't. You need to slow exercises down in order for them to be effective, especially the, uh, the bridges. So you're going to start in a slightly tucked position, okay? And this, like I said, is only if you are not stuck in this tucked position on a normal basis, and that's the next bridge we're going to talk about. So if you tend to hang forward, you've got a weaker core, uh, you have no core, lower core activation, um, and your butt kind of sticks up high, this is the bridge for you. So start in that slightly tucked position, and as you press yourself up, you press yourself up and you are going to not let yourself turn that pelvis forward, thrust out those ribs and disconnect the core at the top. Your focus to, is to actually hold at the top with your ribs stacked over your hips and working on getting that front of the core, the lower abdominal muscles activating, maintaining, holding you in a more neutral pelvis at the top, okay? So start in a slightly tucked position, work yourself up nice and slow using your breath, and at the top, you should see ribs and hips 
all nice and aligned together, you should start feeling those deep core muscles activating and working to help stop that pelvis spilling forward. So your ribs need to be down and relaxed. Your ribs need to be stacked over a neutral pelvis at the top. So that is how you're going to counteract that anterior tilt and improve your postural strength, okay? Um, so you're almost kind of pulling with those hamstrings as you come up, okay? So you're pressing through the heels. You're going to feel that pull in that hamstring, and you're going to maintain that core at the top. Next bridge focus is going to be a glute bridge focus. Okay, so this is a really good bridge for if you naturally find yourself in a tucking, glute clenching, hamstring crunching position on a regular basis. So in other words, you kind of stand around clenching those glutes, um, tucking the tail, and shoving that pelvis back. Okay, and it could be just slightly, it could be more extreme. Um, this is a generally common position, and this is where um, mindfulness and getting yourself untucked and stop clenching those glutes, stop gripping those glutes are gonna be key. But bridges, this particular bridge is a really good way to help you practice this. So how you set up. So you are gonna set up in a neutral pelvis. Okay, and if you have followed any of my information or any of my education, or if you're in my ABC method, you're going to know the triangle trick or how to find your neutral pelvis in any position. Because what we think is our neutral pelvis generally usually isn't. Okay, so um, a lot of my members use, use this triangle trick to try to, to kind of help them get into a neutral pelvis in any position they are in or find themselves in. So what that is, is fingers are going to be on your pubic bone and your palms are going to be on your hip bone. Okay. And if you are looking down as if you are standing, then those should be straight vertically. Okay. And if you're laying down, they should be straight horizontally. In other words, your pelvis or pubic bone shouldn't be higher than your hip bones and your hip bones shouldn't be higher than your pubic bone, okay? So once you find your neutral pelvis, your goal during this bridge is to activate the glutes and maintain your neutral pelvis the whole time. This needs to happen with a hip hinge, okay? And this is where a lot of education needs to happen before you can do the glute bridge um, and master it. During my ABCs, we focus again on dissecting your particular alignment and seeing where your pelvis um, is and why it is there in that position. And we also dissect master hip hinging because hip hinging you need to have for every single exercise, every single daily function, you need to have mastered a hip hinge in order to protect your pelvic floor, keep it safe, keep it, keep it functioning and progress in fitness appropriately. Okay. So this glute bridge, the main focus again is a hip hinge. So start out in that neutral pelvis stance, and then you're going to bring yourself up pressing through the heels, which is going to activate the glutes and you're gonna maintain that neutral pelvis at the top. 
when you come down, now this is the hardest part, especially if we have a lot of tension in our glutes or in our hamstrings. When you come down, you need to maintain that hip hinge. So in other words, you don't want to throw yourself into that tuck position at the bottom. Okay. So again, do not tuck at the bottom when you come back down. Maintain the neutral pelvis the whole way. You're going to give yourself in that hip hinge a nice lengthening in those glutes and the hamstrings as you come down. Okay, so there's no shifting in this bridge. It is neutral pelvis up and down with a hip hinge maneuver. Okay. Now, we need to make sure that your energy in this bridge is going the way, the direction it needs to go in. So what that means is when you come up from a glute bridge, you should not feel your shoulders shifting up, okay? You should actually feel your energy going through your knees as you come up. So your energy is shifting down to help activate your glutes versus your shoulders coming up and activating those hamstrings, which is not the goal in this bridge. It was the goal in the first bridge, but is not the goal in this second bridge. Okay, so make sure you can take a video of yourself. You can have um, someone like me, like a coach, um, assess your video that you send in because I'm always assessing videos for my members or have a partner look at you and be like, yes, no, your shoulders are coming up. Reevaluate where that energy is going as you come up from that bridge. All right, so those are the two most common bridges and why you would do them and what you need to know before you even get into a glute bridge exercise. Um, you can't, um, you don't even believe how much it frustrates me to just see bridges thrown into postpartum um, routines with no indication why you're doing them. You need to know why you're doing exercises in order for them to work the muscles that they need to work in order for you to improve postpartumly. It's not just about moving. It's about improving and progressing and getting stronger and feeling more able. Okay, that is your goal here. It's not just moving, not just burning calories. You want to improve and be better even than you were post prenatally. Okay, postpartum bodies can be so much better than prenatal bodies. There's nothing about, there's nothing saying that you have to quote unquote get your body back. You can improve your body with more awareness, more intention, and improve your healing and not have to deal with postpartum challenges down the road like I had to with my prolapses. So thank you for listening. If you want, um, like I said, a more visual demonstration, please hop into my group. I would love to show you, love to interact with you. Um, I'm actually going on live today at 11. So today is Thursday, um, February 11th. I'm going on at 11 live. That's 11 Eastern time. Um, to demo everything that I just talked about. It's going to be repetitive as far as the verbiage, but at least you'll be able to see it done visually. All right. Thank you so much for joining me. Have a wonderful rest of your Thursday, ladies. Hey, would you be interested in a 45-minute free coaching session with me, pelvic floor fitness trainer, Christina Supernaut? If you are, Head over to poweroverpop.com, click on the free session, and apply today. 
I want to hear your story. I want to know your experiences, what's working, what's not working, your goals, and how you see your fitness in the future despite your pelvic organ prolapse. So again, apply today at powerofapop.com. Can't wait to hear from you.